I watch news just like you do. Makes me sick to my stomach, some of the things I see. You hear me? We're so free. Free to criticize. Free to put down. But unfortunately, it looks like at the same time, we're tearing up our country. I got a message on America today. Amen? So, not something I do all the time, but I tell you what, every summer, I do messages on America around the 4th of July. I do three or four of them every year. In God, we trust, I call them. And I've done like 20 or 30 of them. Presidents and all that kind of stuff. Get them, out, get them online so now. Check them out. But I love our country. And I fell in love with America, not when I was born in Rockingham, because I didn't know much. And not even when I went to Bible school, because they taught me the Bible. And not even when I moved to Inglewood years ago, and I had the beach and everything, because I was concerned and, you know, with the ministry and all that. I fell in love with America when we started preaching the gospel at the high school. That's where Gary Clark fell in love with America. You're not born with, oh, I love America. You ain't born with that. You've got to cultivate that. You've got to believe in it. But every Sunday, I would go to that high school, at Lemon Bay High School, and there'd be somebody to meet me there that would take a key and would open up that building, and we'd take our trailers, and we would empty our trailers, and we would have church, and we did that for 12 and a half years. Where can you do that? America. You can preach Jesus. You can love people. You're free, man. Amen? And so I started to fall in love with America. And I started saying over there after a while, just one Sunday, I said, let's put our hands together and thank God we live in America. Amen? Come on, let's do it again. I said that. And then the next week I said it, and the next week, and I don't think I've shut up ever since. Amen? And as long as I'm here, guys, you're probably going to hear that out of me. Amen? Sunday morning, I think the best thing you can do for this country is get your tail out of bed and go to a church that preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ. I still think it's the best thing. I think it's the, to the, the answer to all these problems they say we have in this country and that, they, that we do have. Jesus is still the answer. I believe it with my whole heart. He's still the answer. If he could save my drunk mama where she didn't drink another drop, he can still do that for people today. He can save Hagans like me who was bitter and wanted to bust somebody in the mouth before anything else. I talked to him or anything. I just wanted to hit him in the face because I was bitter and mean and angry. Who knows why the home I grew up in? Who knows? But the bottom line is Jesus came into me, and he changed my life. Not immediately, but through going to church and, and, and learning and learning what God's Word says and saying, you know, I'm wrong and he's right, and this is the wrong way, and this is the right way. Amen. Say America. Let's go to the message. Here we go. America. Look at it. Woo! Come on. America. What makes America different? What makes America... Are you all okay? Yes or no? I need you. Come on. Let's go. What makes America different? Push me, buddy. Here we go. I'm in, I'm in warp speed right now. Throughout history, most revolutions replace one set of rulers with another set. This is what's happened down through world history. But the revolution of America placed political authority, say it with me, in the hands of the who? The people. That's where the authority is. Not in elected officials in Washington that are some of the dumbest people I've ever, ever met on the planet. Now that's horrible for me to say. Not all of them, but you know what we would call somebody that meets together all the time and gets nothing done? We'd call them a bum. Come on, man. Are you hearing me, yes or no? 
It's we the people. That's the difference about America. Keep looking. America was founded on the basis of particular principles regarding man, liberty, and government. And by the way, guys, I'm from Rockingham. I'm not smart enough to make all this up. Okay, you can check anything out that we have, and if we're wrong, we'll fix it. But this is history. This is studying. This is looking back at who we are. Stuff you don't hear sometimes anymore. Most nations of the world derive their meaning, purpose, from some unifying quality. America's different, though. A lot of nations, they, they, they have their, their meaning from their ethnic character. Think of different nations. Or their common religion. Different nations of the world. Or their shared history. But, America, say it with me, it's what? We're different, guys. It sounds like we're arrogant. Well, you ought to be proud of your country, okay? But it's not about being arrogant. It's about we're different. We're a different country. Why have we succeeded like we have? Why are we the greatest nation in the world with, with some of, at times, some of the craziest people making decisions? You see what I'm saying? I mean, America must have a pretty good foundation to endure the things that we've endured the last, like, 50 to 100 years. Amen. Say, craziness. Look at it. Number one. Number one. Doesn't matter what somebody else tells you. If they're wrong, here's number one. What makes America different? Say it with me. We are a Christian nation. That's who we are. Do you hear me? Yes or no? To say anything different is crazy. We are not a Muslim nation. We're not a Buddhist nation. We're not an atheistic nation. We are a Christian nation. Our founding principles are that, but also most of our people are that and their values, and what they're rooted in, okay? So, the Bible says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sins, and I will what? Heal their land. America is a Christian nation. Now, how do you know that, Clark? Well, I'm glad you asked. Here we go. Let's go back to people that were there, not your nightly newsman. How about that? Let's go back to people who were there. I like people who were there. Do you know that's what holds up in a court of law, not your opinion? Were you there? No, I won't. Then sit down and hush. Were you there? Yeah, I was there. Okay, come on up here then. One that was there. We have staked the future of all our political institutions upon the capacity of mankind for self-government. Upon the capacity of each and all of us to govern ourselves. To control ourselves. To sustain ourselves, say it with me, according to the Ten Commandments of God. Isn't it something? How many, when you were in school, you were taught the Ten Commandments? Let me see your hand. Look at that. Just in our audience. How many of you learned those in a public school? Let me see your hands. And they don't Christian schools. They're public schools. This is who we are. We're different. This is where we came from. Are y'all listening or not? Amen. Who said that? Well, James Madison fourth U.S. president, a what kind of father? He was there. Amen. Come on. Keep looking. Push me. The Big Ten. Roger had to use that. The Big Ten. Let's bring it back home to Florida. Listen to what the Florida Supreme Court said in 1950. This is who we are. We're America. Did you know Florida's part of America? Say. Did you know Inglewood's part of America? Did you know what? Our job is to make this part of America the best part of America. 
That's our job right here. I think Inglewood ought to be the best part of America. I think it is. We need to work at that. We need to let our light shine right here and glorify our Father, which is in heaven, right here in Inglewood, Florida. Amen. This is our town. Say that with me. This is what? This is our America right here. Well, you say, well, I'm from so-and-so, but that ain't where you are right now. How about why you here? You help us make Inglewood the best part of America. Amen? But listen to what Florida said. The Supreme Court. Different species of democracy have existed for more than 2,000 years. But democracy as we know it has never existed among the unchurched. A people unschooled about the sovereignty of God and the what? And the ethics of Jesus could never have evolved the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, and the Constitution. There is not one solitary fundamental principle of our democratic policy that did not stem directly from the basic moral concepts as embodied in the Decalogue, the first five books of the Old Testament, even the whole Old Testament, and the ethics of Jesus. No one knew this better than the founding fathers. That was from the, our Judeo-Christian. Listen, that was from the Florida Supreme Court in 1950. You write stuff like that today, they'll run you out of town. But that's who we are. Have we forgotten who we are? The answer is yes. Amen or oh me. America. Our Judeo-Christian heritage. You say Judeo-Christian heritage today, it's like you're racist. No, I'm historically correct. That's who we are. We were founded on our Judeo-Christian beliefs, the Old Testament, New Testament teachings. That's what our founding fathers, and they want to argue like one Thomas Jefferson was a deist or something, which he just had a problem mainly with the Catholic Church, to be honest with you. He ain't the first one. Amen. Say. He, and he wrote a whole book just on the words of Jesus. That doesn't sound like somebody doesn't believe in Jesus to me. You hear me, yes or no? He just wrote one whole book. He said, boy, this country would be a whole lot better off if we just had the words of Jesus. Amen. And not the words of men. That was his point. Our Judeo-Christian heritage is well documented in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. These are the two founding documents of our, of our nation. This is who we are. And it can be found in those two documents. Our founding fathers, say it with me, without what? Question, who did they trust? They trusted God. Guys, it's sad when kids are shot and people offer prayers and people say, keep your prayers. They put more stock in the government officials to fix the problem than in God Almighty. I don't know about you, but I know a lot of these politicians. I've seen them. I put my trust in God Almighty. How about you? Say, yes or no. Amen. Say, yes or no. Think about it. Think about it. And I get it. I get it. They're hurt. I get that. I get that they, they want action. I get that. But listen, you think, you think taking action and, and, and getting rid of this gun or that gun is going to fix a man's heart? You're going to think that's going to fix the evil of man? Or are you going to think it's going to take a supernatural God with a son named Jesus and somebody following what founded this nation, the Bible, the Ten Commandments, the truth? Amen or oh me? Or it's just getting all together and humming and singing in a circle. I don't think that's going to fly. Amen. Say. America. 
In the personal and public writings, the Founding Fathers spoke freely of God. They spoke of His providence. They spoke about Him establishing this great nation. In, in most uh, all of their writings, they referenced God and His providence. Look at this one. No country upon earth ever had it more in its power to attain blessings. Much to be regretted indeed would it be were we to depart from the road which providence, which is Almighty God and His sovereignty, has pointed us to so plainly. I cannot believe it will ever come to pass that we'll turn away from the Lord. I cannot believe it. Who said that? Oh, the great governor of the universe has led us too long. He's led us too far to forsake us in the middle of it. We may now and then get bewildered, but I hope and trust that there is good enough sense and virtue enough left to recover to the right path. Who said that? George Washington. Man, you can't get a better person. Go back to the first president and see what he was talking about. Amen? Say, yes or no? This is who we are. Yes or no? Y'all with me? You listening today or not? Amen? Come on. The Christian religion is above all the religions that ever prevailed or existed in ancient or modern times. The religion of wisdom, virtue, equity, and humanity. Who said the Christian religion was above all religions that have ever existed above... Our second president, John Adams. Well, if you say that today, you're a hate monger. Can't believe you say your religion's above all religions. Well, if it's right, it's right. Amen, yes or no? Since when do we put anything and equate anything equal to Jesus Christ, the Word of the living God, His death on the cross, His burial, His resurrection? Guys, we will do that at our peril as a nation. You listening to me or not? This is our founding fathers. The motto, in God we trust. In God we trust. By the way, if you go back and look at most states, which I have, not because I'm a genius, but because I can study like you can, almost every preamble of every state in the United States references God. Most of them have as their motto, guess what it is? In God we trust. This started being stamped on our coins in 1864. Why would you stamp something on your coins if you didn't want people to know who you are? Yes or no? Here. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone, in God we trust. In God we trust. Don't put your trust in money. Don't put your trust in this mess. Who do we put our trust in? Every time you spend money, who do I put my trust in? God. Amen? It was placed on our paper currency. There it is. Look at it. In God we trust, 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 in, God we trust. in 1957. Amen. But we're not a Christian nation. Well, then we're crazy people. Because we're putting in God we trust on stuff and we don't believe in God. We're nuts. Or we do believe in God and you're nuts. How about that? That's the position I take. Amen? Yeah. Oh, that's a good position. Amen. Come on. So, this was actually made our official national motto. Did you know this is law? This is law. In God we trust is the law of the United States. That is our national motto. And look at it right there. Look at it. Right there. In God we trust. This happened in 1956. Have we forgotten who we are, church? Are you listening to me? Amen? We're Americans. We're different. We're not saying we're better than other people, no. But we're giving credit where credit's due 
to Jesus Christ. We didn't make ourselves. He made us. He created us. He gifted our country. He gifted our country's leaders with fortitude, perseverance, valor, honor. So many of them gave their lives so you and I could be free today. And we're going to turn our back on them? Yes or no? It's craziness. We'll do it at our peril as a country. America. This is something most people don't know. The Washington Monument. It's tall. That thing stands over 550 feet high. You know when you make something tall like that, it's meant to be looked at. Yes or no? Amen. I mean, look at that. We got to go see that. That's the way I'm from the country. If something's tall like that, we drive and then we get there. Anybody else like that say? We don't make it tall. Ice tall. We'll go the other way. This is big. Over 555 feet tall. Engraved on the east side of the metal cap. On the east side of that metal cap are the words, Let us down. On the very top of this high monument, guess what words are written up there on the top of that thing? Take a wild guess. Praise be to God. Can you believe that? Say, wonder how many people in Washington know that. Or said somebody come up there one night with a ladder and stuck it up there. It really won't bear, you know. <laughs> Amen. Say, that's what it is on the top. But down the stairways inside, because you've got to go on the stairs. See? See, it's big on the top. And then you got to go in it, and the way you get in it, you go up the stairs. Okay? Because it's got a lot of stairs. Look at this. Our Bible verses on the Washington Monument. This is who we are as a nation, guys. We are a Christian nation. We are believers in Jesus Christ. We are followers of Jesus Christ. Do you hear me? This is who we are. Here's one as you walk up the stairs. Luke 18, 16. But Jesus called them unto Him and said, Suffer little children to come unto Me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom. Well, you can't have that in there. That's against church and state. That's something we made up. That's a bunch of bull. It's all over Washington, guys. But we've forgotten. How can people go up there and govern and sit there in them seats and go through them halls and not ever read no Scriptures? You must be blind, people. You hear me or not? This is who we are. Look at this one. Would this change America? In the Washington Monument. Say it with me. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he'll not depart from it. You think that would make America different? Yes or no? No, but if we can get more politicians to agree on something, that'll fix us. Not against politicians making good decisions and working together. But we're not going to fix evil and the human heart that's desperately wicked, the Bible says, by creating some new law. Did you hear me or not? This is the best part of America. Sunday mornings, preaching the gospel. People gather together. You would think this wouldn't even work. People are actually going to get up, get out of bed, drive a car, come to a building, Give money into a little bag. And we're going to sustain such a thing. It shouldn't work. But guess why this works? 
because God's with us. This is who we are. God makes us come together from all across our country. Crazy, we're different in all our backgrounds. I'm the craziest of us all. And God says, you'll be the pastor. That's hilarious right there. Amen. But the fact is, we, this is America, guys. Church on a Sunday morning. And that's what the Washington Monument's saying to us. Look at John 5, 39. This is not me just throwing scriptures up. These are inside the Washington Monument. I would have picked some of these, though. These are awesome. Look at that one. Search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life, for they are those which testify of me, Jesus says. Right inside the Washington Monument, people are getting brainwashed to follow Jesus. Good. Amen. Say good. 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 I like that. The word won't return void. Exodus 39.30 is in there. And they made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold. They wrote upon it a writing like unto the gravings of a signet. And it says, say it with me, holiness to the Lord inside the Washington Monument. Are y'all getting anything today? Listen to me. Am I driving you straight up the Washington wall? Good. And by the way, it also has these words on it. The Washington Monument. In God we trust. Have we forgotten who we are? Have we forgotten where we came from? Have we forgotten who the answer is to all this country's problems? His name is J-E-S-U-S. Jesus. Step studying his word hiding it in your heart as a young young man being able to do what i did because god helped me to say gary you're wrong and this is the right way grew up in a broken home who taught me how to love my wife god's word did y'all hear me or not i didn't know anything about love in a home i knew about cheating and all that kind of mess who taught me how to be a father, love my young'uns. God's Word did. Do you hear me? Yes or no? I couldn't do that on my own. This is what we need. Yes or no? Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Where do we hear that from? God's what? Word. He's our answer. Number two, we're a Christian nation. What makes America different? Number two, say it with me. We were founded on a what? And i got to fly, Raji. I know. I'm in bad shape. Christian philosopher Chesterton said the following. Simple. America is the only nation in the world founded on a creed. You're the only nation in the world founded on a creed. So can, I, can we say that? We are the only nation in the world founded on a creed. Only one in the world. Hmm. That's a pretty good creed. That's what I would say. The creed is called the what? It's funny, the things that we were founded on, we got folks busy to rewrite them. I want to tell you that's probably a mistake. Because what they wrote did pretty good. Not that they were perfect, no. And there's been times we've had to change. I get that. But anything scripturally, I'd stick with it. Just telling you. Amen? For sure. So the Declaration of Independence is a statement of inherent rights, proper purpose of government, the limits of political authority, the Declaration of Independence. That's what it's about. The opening of the Declaration of Independence. Let's just read it. Let's look at it. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary of one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another 
and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws, say it with me, the laws of nature and of what? Nature's God entitles them. Right in the opening part of the Declaration of Independence mentions God as being creator and over nature. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to separate, in this case from England, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men say it are what? Okay, now if you created, you've got to have a creator, okay? That they are endowed by their what? God ain't in the Declaration. He's all in the Declaration of Independence. We're created by a creator with certain unalienable rights, and those rights are, say it with me, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's funny how it seems like we flop that one around now. The pursuit of happiness and life and maybe liberty somewhere down there. I think they had the right order. Amen? The laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. What does that mean? The founders, the writers of the Declaration of Independence, the ones who signed it, they believed they were entitled. I'm not too crazy about people having an entitlement attitude personally, that you, you owe me something. This idea, when they wrote it in, it meant that they had a right or a claim. They had a right to be free. They had a right to be equal. They had a right to start this country. They had a right to separate an equal station because God put it in them. God put it in them to be free. God put it in them. We're free people. We, we want to be in charge of, of our people and raise our families and our children. We want to be free from the tyranny of the king. Something was inside of them. That's what that word entitled meant. It meant something born inside of them. It's not man-made. God put this inside of us. He ordained it. He made it. He put it in our founders, something in their gut, in their heart, that formed this nation. No wonder we're the greatest nation on the planet. Are you hearing me? Yes or no? That's who we are, guys. They made their case, their claim. They made their right as they were laying down their lives on the line. When they would do this, many would be killed. Many would lose their fortunes. Their family would be hunted down like dogs. The ones that signed the Declaration of Independence... They made their case, their claim, their right to freedom on the very premise that God ordained us to be free. Amen. And that was the driving thing in their life. And that's why we have this great country today. We hold these truths to be what? Self-evident. What does that mean? The word self-evident. Help me, brother. It means it's obvious to everyone. It means, help me. Romans 1.19 it's obvious to everyone that, that we should be free. It's self-evident. It's in our DNA. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of God, from the creation of the world, they're clearly seen. How many saw the, the uh, moon and the sun this morning at the same time? But that just happened. How many saw the ocean this past week? We went down to the Gulf. You saw the Gulf. How many saw some incredible birds this last week in your neighborhood somewhere? Isn't that crazy? Yes or no? How many saw a baby? You saw a baby this last week, a little bee baby. There's a God in heaven. His name is Jesus. Are you hearing me today? It's self-evident, guys. These things are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. How can you know there's a God because i got eyeballs and can see stuff that's made? Amen or oh me? That's how you know there's a God when you look at stuff that's made and go, how'd that get here? And you can't figure it out and you go, I guess God did that. Amen. We're without excuse. The Bible says that. All men are created equal. 
creation. What does that mean? It's right in our declaration. It means to bring into existence. God said, let us make man in our image, our likeness. Let, us, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, everything that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him. Male and female created he them. We're created in the image of God. And that's exactly what our country was founded on. I feel like I'm boring you to death. They're endowed by their creator. Endowed. Endowed. What does that mean? The one who brought them into existence. Endowed with certain unalienable rights. That's our word. An alien is something what? It's from another planet. Alien. Alien. They didn't say we were endowed with alienable rights. They said unalienable. So an alien's from outside. Woo! Unalienable means on the inside of you. Our founders said there's something on the inside of you that God put there. That no one can fill it but Him. It's on the inside of us that we want to be free. It's on the inside of us that we believe we're, we have a creator. It's something inside of us. Did you get that? Right in your Declaration of Independence. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The closing of the Declaration of Independence. We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America and General Congress, assembled appealing to the supreme judge of the world. That wasn't the king of England. For the rectitude of our intentions do in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally what? Dissolved. And that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war. Did you know even states can go to war? Isn't that something? According to this. Conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, do all other acts and things which independent states may right to do. And for the support of this declaration. Here's the end. With a firm reliance, say it with me, on the what? Protection of divine that's Almighty God and His sovereignty. We Say this part. I love this part. We mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Could the Declaration of Independence today be written in Washington? Can you see somebody saying, I'll pledge you my life. I'll pledge you my fortune. I'll pledge you my honor. That is a big question right there. You're gonna, where, who, where are you going to put your trust? I think we ought to go back to the coins and them dollar bills and God we trust. Amen. Certainly we need to elect people that we feel like are going to do a good job. But that's not going to fix America. We need to get back to who we are as a people with a firm reliance, with a firm reliance. Trust in the Lord. Say it with me with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge and He'll direct your path. On the protection of divine providence. Divine providence. What do they mean? God's guidance. God's care. God to supply. God to equip. God to go before us. That's who we are as a people. God people. You understand? We mutually pledge to each other our lives, 
our fortunes, our sacred honor. Am I done, Raj? What a great message. Come on, what makes America different? Amen. Boom. Woo! Think about it. Let it sink in. Amen. And let's make Inglewood the best part of America. You hear me? And this is who we are as a people. Amen. Let's pray. Let's, let's stand together. Please don't run out of here. We have communion. I know I'm so excited right now. It's hard for me to calm down. Something about America can get you excited. Amen. Yes or no? How many veterans do we have in the room today? You served our country. Look at you people. Look at you people. Look at you people. Hey.